Episode number 626, Collecting Business Cards is Not Networking. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California. And I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I am in Minneapolis, Minnesota this week. Uh, I'm doing a BNI event, and I'm doing a keynote presentation uh, to a private organization that is made up mostly of bankers. So uh, I'll be talking to them about networking. Uh, I do, I don't know if you know this, Priscilla, but I do keynotes for, for private organizations uh, uh, quite often throughout the year. Uh-huh, that's great. Yeah. Well, um, tell us about this, Ivan. I'm sure that you collect a lot of business cards. So what is this topic about? Well, it's, it's about the fact that it, it's not just about collecting cards. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make when networking is thinking that it's just about running around the room collecting as many business cards as possible. Now, I found that many times these are the, the people who do this often don't really like networking or don't really know how to network, but uh, they they know they have to do it and they think the best way to do it is is to just collect cards. And I've tried telling people like that in particular, but that's not networking. That's basically face-to-face cold calling, or worse yet, it's simply card collecting. You know, they're they're basically a card dealer <laughs> collecting cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so years ago, I ran into a couple of business partners who made a competition of collecting cards at a networking event. And I think I may have mentioned this in a podcast in the past. The person who collected the least number of cards had to buy the other partner dinner that week. And they were really proud of this networking strategy. They, they seriously bragged about it to me. And I tried to tell them that this was really not a good networking strategy at all, but I don't think they ever got it. So unfortunately, I still find myself running into people who think that this is a great approach to, to networking effectively. So my co-author of Networking Like a Pro, Brian Hilliard, has given me the solution to dealing with people who believe this. So here's what it is. Okay. Brian has a dog whose name is Barley. He's a 55-pound Shiba Inu, which means he doesn't like cats and he looks like a fox. (laughs) Oh, I know what those dogs look like. Yeah. So Barley is really well-trained and he's a well-behaved dog. If you'd like to collect business cards, if you think that's what networking is all about and you'd like to collect business cards in an event, but you don't want to spend all the time actually collecting them, Here's what you can do. You can hire Barley from Brian for $20 an hour, two-hour minimum plus travel, to attend your next networking event. Brian will put a satchel around him, just like a horse, where on one side, he'll place a a stack of your business cards along with a sign that says, (laughs) take one here. And on the other side, he'll have a pocket that says, leave your card here. Brian will then drive Barley up to the event. He'll send him into the room, and then he'll return two hours later to collect Barley and his new stack of business cards. And I'm confident 
that barley will come out with a big stick because um, barley is very friendly and everybody really loves him. So now after you take those cards from his side pocket, uh, will you have really networked? Well, I think the answer. Are you, are you asking me? Yeah, well, sure. Do you think that's networking? I th- I think Barley was networking, but I don't think. <laughs> but was really? All he did was walk around, and uh-huh. people put in a card. They gave him a card. They took a card. Uh-huh. He was probably begging. Also, he, man, I'm sure there was some begging involved. <laughs> but that's not networking. Right, I agree. That's, I know that. That's just walking around <laughs> and passing out cards. And here's the thing, I honestly think you'll get just as much business out of having Barley do that as you would just walking around the room yourself. That's not networking. How could he possibly have networked by getting a stack of business cards? Now, it sounds ridiculous using Barley as an example, but that's how many business professionals approach networking at large events. It's a game of who could get the most cards. And to me, it doesn't make any sense at all. Collecting cards at a networking event is not networking. It's card collecting, which is not a profitable way to build your business. If you put this in the context of Barley running around the event, letting people exchange cards with him, that seems incredibly obvious. But I see people do that all the time, and they think, they're really networking. And when they come out with a big stack of cards, the bigger the stack, the better. And I just don't think that is what it is all about. It's about having conversations with people, making connections with people, and and making good enough connections that you can actually follow up with people. And I've talked about follow-up on my podcast before most notable of which was the 24-7-30 follow-up system, which is one example of how to follow up once you've collected some cards, but not a basket full or a satchel full like Barley could do for you. <laughs> okay. Well, I need to ask you a question sure. because I've been in BNI for quite a while and I have collected a lot of cards because of... Um, you know, there's the cards from the members, and then there's cards from the visitors. And, you know, after a while, you get a pretty big stack of cards. Some Sometimes you don't remember who these people are, uh, and sometimes you do. But you go all over the world. You meet people constantly, yeah. and you go to all these B&I events and um, meet and greet and all that. So what do you do with all those cards? So I don't keep them all, um, especially when... There is really no in-depth discussion with the person, then they just hand me their card. Uh, the cards uh-huh. that I keep or the information that I keep, and uh, you mentioned before we went live on the uh, interview about uh, card scanners, and uh, I have used those in the past, and I like them. It's, it, it's good. Uh, anything that can scan the data is, is good. So the, the, anytime I have a conversation with somebody, that is a meaningful conversation. Uh, I tend to write on the back of the business card about that conversation or about uh, something that I promised them or they promised me. Now, before I continue any further, uh, this podcast is heard all over the world. Writing on the back of a business card is a no-no 
in some cultures, particularly in some Asian cultures. So uh, have some contextual intelligence. Uh, don't always write on the back of the business card if you're in a culture where writing on the card is not okay. So what you want to do is in, in those cultures, you want to have a small notepad so that you can write the person's name and then whatever notes that you want to have. But in the United States and in most countries, writing on the back of a card is no big deal. I still ask, do you mind if I write a note on the back of your card? And I've never had anyone say, no, I don't want you to write on my card. They always say it's fine. Uh, by the way, in those same cultures, they may say yes and, and think you're rude. So know the culture you are in before you ask that. But assuming you know the culture, you're doing it in the right culture, then I write on the back of the business card. And those are the cards I keep, the ones that I've had a meaningful conversation with someone and I have either promised to get back to them or they promised to get back to me in some way. Those are the ones I keep. Otherwise, collecting business cards is, you know, there's, there's no reward <laughs> for get, collecting thousands of business cards. There's no particularly benefit. But so now you've you, now you've you've written on them, you've kept them, they're sitting on your counter, your desk. Yeah. Now what? So I follow up. Uh if if it's something where they said they'd get back to me, I set that in one pile. If it's something where I said I'd get back to them, I immediately get back to them as as soon as I have the first opportunity to do so. You know from this podcast, you know, I travel on for many of my podcasts I travel a lot, so I'm on the road a lot. Uh but when I get back I have one pocket in my briefcase where I keep all the cards where I need to get back to those people or they're, they're going to get back to me. And so the ones where I'm supposed to get back, I get back. I sit down in front of my computer and I start sending emails. Email is my preferred communication tool. So if there's not an email address on a card, which is really, really rare these days, uh, I will ask them for an email. And, and then I send them emails, getting back to them for whatever purpose that I mentioned on the back of the card. Uh, if they're going to get back to me, I sit on that for a couple of weeks. Uh, oftentimes, I'll meet somebody and they'll say, oh, I've got a great story for you. And then they'll tell me this story. And I'll say, that's fantastic. Would you write it down? They say, yes. And, I'll, and then I'll say, can I get one of your cards? Yes. May I write on the back of it? Yes. And then I just write on the back. They're going to send me a story on XYZ. And then I hold it for a couple of three weeks. And if I don't hear from them, then I reach out to them and nudge them. And uh, they generally will send me a story then. Or if there's some other reason we wanted to get together, we get together. Then I, I just had somebody today who uh, I, uh, they gave me their card. I gave them my card, but I wanted them to get back to me on a very specific issue. And he just got back to me today from my last trip to India. And uh, he, he followed up saying, hey, I, was, I promised I'd get back to you on this issue. And here it is. And so uh, those are the cards that I keep, the ones that I have a meaningful dialogue with. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh -huh. There's no reason in my mind to keep everybody's cards you get unless... Now, okay, so there is a third category that I didn't mention, and that is people in a business that I think I may need to have a, a, a contact in that industry someday. Mm -hmm. I'll keep those. Uh, I'll keep those. And those, those actually do go in a, a little card box I have. Um, I, I still go old school on some of those cards mm -hmm. and keep those cards in a card box so that 
if I do in fact need that business or need to follow up with that particular individual, I've got all of the cards in one place. Otherwise, I almost hate to admit this, but they go into the circular file. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. For those of you who don't know that colloquialism, that's the trash. So if you want me to keep your card, uh, do something that'll follow up with me, have a conversation where you'll follow up with me, or have a conversation where I write on the back of your card because it was so such an interesting conversation or you had an interesting story or a tidbit that you connected with me. It's all about finding the connection with somebody so that I would want to keep your card or, or keep your information. I generally transfer the information over to my database. Uh-huh. Okay. And how do you do that, Ivan? So I, I just use Outlook. I'm not involved in direct sales anymore. If I were doing, you know, day-to-day sales, I'd use something like Salesforce. Uh, but I keep all uh-huh. my contact information basically in Outlook uh, these days. And I've got thousands and thousands of contacts and set up an Outlook. I see. Okay. Well, that's all really good information. Yeah. I mean, listen, the lesson here, we're, we're over time. The lesson here is uh, make sure to have a meaningful dialogue. It's not just about collecting business cards. It's about having meaningful contact with somebody. That's what networking is all about. It's about relationships. It's a people puzzle, not a numbers game. That's it for today, Priscilla. Okay, well, that's great. Thank you so much. Uh, This podcast has a new sponsor. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com, where Ivan has assembled a wide array of topics, and you're invited to participate. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.